0: Gather round, this is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln, coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Nathan Brennan.
1: Happy Tuesday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. We're going to open up with Nate's fantasy baseball team. Yeah, Should he so. make a trade? It's been offered.
0: <laughs> no, I actually did have a trade offered. I have uh, Acuna and someone offered me Anthony Rizzo, who's been a beast this year because he's got the the short porch. He's playing in New York now. Yeah. Uh, he's not playing in the Windy City, so someone offered me... Anthony Rizzo for Acuna, but I feel like I can't give up Acuna. I'm about to drop (laughs) Charlie Morton. He's a bum. He's thrown 44 pitches in one and a third. Oh, gosh. Getting getting
1: upset over fantasy. I mean, unless your team's absolutely burying themselves, <laughs> uh, which some teams are doing. Um, you know, I, I don't think you can get too upset about what's going on in May baseball for the regular season or for your fantasy baseball team. That's so much time left. No, but I Nobody to. cares you about your realize. fantasy football team to begin no, with. No,
0: no, But when no, you get to no. fantasy baseball Look, and fantasy it's in baseball May. Look, fantasy is the real deal. People, this is what I've realized. People talk a lot of trash in fantasy football, People talk like people are mean in fantasy baseball. Like People start coming at you like coming at your family and stuff. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. And I'm 19, 20, and three. So I got to make a move soon. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah. I think that's fine. My pitcher know. can't even get through the second inning.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have some some up and downs with uh, with your roster, so we'll we'll hold through that. But uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about some goings on today. <laughs> enough of
0: Charlie Morton.
1: Uh, yeah, enough Charlie Morton. Enough of the fantasy football or fantasy baseball talk. I'm so used to saying fantasy football when he when he. Have said you ever fantasy. played fantasy baseball? I haven't. I've only done football. Have you ever played basketball? I have not. Oh. I think I w- might enjoy it. I just don't have Basketball, any friends to put a league yeah, together no. We We can make a
0: fantasy uh, baseball league next year. Yeah. Baseball is fun. The problem with baseball is that you have to set your lineup every single day. That's a double play. Thank you. Oh, my God. What it? No. All right. All don't right. comment on regular season I, baseball. I'm, I'm, just as done. It, I'm already Because it doesn't with matter this. too much I'm already, to anybody <laughs> <laughs> else. What happens <laughs> between the true. Mets and
1: the Braves in a day baseball game on May 3rd? <laughs> <then> May 3rd. <laughs> You're following the Red Sox. I'd, not even really. I I, oh. I kind of do in, when the playoffs come and then I'll watch them. Like if the, and and that makes
0: me Usually somewhat September. spoiled because when they get yeah. into it, yeah. September or if there's like day baseball. I mean, there's nothing else going on. What else are you going to watch? Yeah, but it's still background noise. It's not. <laughs> that is true. Especially that if you're true. on the radio. <laughs> you should be commenting <laughs>
1: on some play in the middle of the fifth inning. <laughs> day <laughs> For baseball. day baseball. Between the Braves and the Mets. All right. I've seen that. Uh, I haven't even really looked into it too much. But uh, the the Royals fans aren't too happy with the. No, Royals fans are actually pretty upset. I saw. I
0: think it was Sorensen tweeted something the other day. He was he was pretty upset. Yeah, I think they've had a rough rough go of it the last few games. I'm going to a Royals game soon. Are you? Have you been? Uh, I have. I went last. I think it was July, September, maybe. Yeah, nice. Maybe August. It was somewhere. I mean, obviously during baseball season, but yeah, I'm going early June. Going back to Kauffman. It's a nice park. Kauffman's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, right by Arrowhead. Yeah, no, it's a very nice park. I didn't realize that they were they were right next to each other too. Yeah. And it's kind of it's like the only city you can drive to if you're in Lincoln. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. other than Omaha. Yeah.
1: Um, within you know three three hours. Within three hours, yeah. Because yeah. I'm driving to Denver at some
0: point this year. Oh, too.
1: that's a that's like eight hours. That's a long drive. Ah, that's not too bad. Six. Six and hours. I,
0: I drove to Chicago last year. Chicago that is like eight hours yeah I think it was seven and a half maybe I drove
1: through I went to Chicago one time and I've I've said this numerous times but I'm so proud of it I had the uh, the uh, uh, um, what is it set excel or whatever on the on so that you don't have to touch anything with on the highway I drove right through Iowa and I intentionally made it without touching the steering wheel twice so it was like just straight wait what (laughs) <laughs> you, well, wait, adjusting so you didn't have your wheel. hands on the wheel. I had my hands on the wheel. I <laughs> should say adjusting the steering wheel, like I was intentionally trying to not. Oh, adjust the so you just wheel. stayed? You just went straight? Yeah, I just I don't. I didn't know that it was going to do that, but it did. I don't know what. So what you didn't take a on. single even like. I didn't turn it all. No, like wow. twice. I had to kind of adjust it. It was sweet. That is kind of cool. Yeah, so give that a shot if you're... Maybe, you're going no, actually, it yeah, probably to. will. That's a good thing to do. you have
0: some breaking news, Nick? No, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but uh, head over to my Twitter here in about 30 seconds because I'm going to be posting a picture of a certain 10-11 reporter looking super stupid in a, in a hairnet. <laughs> I looked awesome this morning. They, but uh, I don't know what you guys were talking about. Just go back to oh, whatever your original code was, awesome. was. I looked... They gave me a shirt, too, that was too tight, and I looked pretty good in it, too. Oh, so yeah, you like those ones? I know. I was, my, my biceps looked pretty good. I had a hairnet on. Was, I was what were doing you doing? Right. I was at the uh, Nebraska Innovation Campus, and you go through a certain laboratory where they make ice cream, and you have to put on a hairnet. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, you give me hair, free, yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. You give me free ice cream. I'll wear whatever you want me to wear. Yeah. Well, that's kind of scary, but <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess, they, it, no, it I was guess pretty, now know. It was great ice cream, too. Probably yeah. some of the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. Oh
1: yeah, it is well known for some pretty mm-hmm. darn good ice cream over there on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So, good for them,
0: good see. for you. Yeah, we'll go over the next uh, <laughs> Twitter. The and he can see what uh, I don't what know the why he's trying to was. say this too, like, oh, I'll show it on Twitter. I was live on television this morning in front of <laughs> thousands of people. Like, post it on Twitter. Oh. Didn't you already did you post it on Twitter? I retweeted it, <laughs> yeah, like twice.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, where he's helping this? your brand, then I guess we'll. Hey, yeah, yeah, sure. That, yeah, thanks, good. Nick. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. Check me out on Twitter, Nathan B. Ten Eleven. Some
0: plug right there. But
1: rarely can you dress in those muscle shirts on TV. Will mm-hmm. Ten Eleven allow you just to no. do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it was an excuse. So that's a good news. Excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bad news for Nebraska basketball fans today. Baylor Shireman commits to Creighton um and uh it was somewhat expected he announced that he was gonna make his decision today um when I say somewhat expected I I mean after I looked at the experts I I don't know what's going on (laughs) I looked at what the experts were saying uh and it looked like a lot of the smoke was in Baylor Shireman's uh, uh direction to go to Creighton and um it you know, when you break it down, it makes the most sense in the world. He's a kid from Aurora. Um, you know, went over there to play at South Dakota State. He's raised his profile. He had Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, those type of schools interested. Um, so Creighton for Creighton, this is a big win. I think he's number four on the transfer list over there at ESPN. Um, I've seen headlines like how crazy it is that they are in position, like in the NIL world, um, to land a Baylor Shireman over those other teams. Um, so it's, it is fascinating cause there's a lot of different ways you can go with it. Um, and, and NIL might, might be part of it. Remember he has the same NIL agent as Isaiah Wong, the the uh, Miami player, right. um, who threatened the, to enter the transfer portal uh, if his NIL package didn't get bigger and then later, uh, retracted that statement or said basically, Hey, my agent said that I yeah, didn't say that. Right? <laughs> um, and then he, we're assuming he ended up getting paid probably. Yeah, part of it too Yeah, that's probably part of the deal. Um, so that, that factors into it, but just on its face, we are, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not like news. It just stings a little, right? Like you, we already know Creighton's a much better program in college basketball than Nebraska. And certainly not just overall, but in their current iteration, they had a young team pressing the national championships, Yeah, Kansas Jayhawks yeah. to make it to the sweet 16 without two of their best players in Nimhart and Cockburner. And now all that team basically comes back. Uh, And now you add Baylor Shireman to it. So it makes sense. I mean, hes I've seen, you know, different national media personalities go, okay, well, that's a Final Four type of team. And it it is. I mean, it's put together well. So it makes sense. From that standpoint, but from a Nebraska basketball stand, you know, fan standpoint, I mean, he really could have helped Nebraska. I was talking with Robin Washington of Husker Online on early break when I, I was uh, stepping in for Jake Sorensen this morning and basically said they threw the kitchen sink in him. I mean, this was their guy. This was Target 1 in the portal. Um and they made a pretty good chance. I mean, they, they landed in this top five. Who knows if they're second or fifth in that list? You only know who, who went, ended right. up number one, which is Creighton. Uh, and for what it's worth, he's still got NBA options if he gets the better feedback from it. But with the camps that he's in, it's it's likely he's, he's going to be told to come back for another year uh, and certainly prove it at, at the level right, when you right, play right, in, right. in the Big East. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what you expect to see out of it. Um, I don't know. Does it feel like a shot in the gut if you're a Husker basketball fan? I, I, I feel like it, it kind of does because that was your hope. And, again, um, things are just are not – too bright for Nebraska basketball. I mean, you've, you've got an incoming class that you feel okay about. You've added a two, a few transfers, um, but as opposed to previous years, which didn't work out, so maybe it's a different recipe, different results. But you were had kind of more of the Bollywood crowd, you know, crowd coming in, and uh, and obviously again the results didn't follow. So is that going to happen with with this group? Maybe it's for some reason the team dynamics, because it was always well, I like the way that you put it—a misfit <laughs> island of toys. Yeah. Um. And uh. And so maybe this is a better group dynamic altogether. But what Robin was saying, and I asked him, you know, because it's hard to envision this team. Um what is what does this starting five look like? What who are the top three scores on the team? And he's pretty sure that they among their top three scores is a guy that's not on the team. They need to go and get mm-hmm. that type of player. Baylor Shireman was that type of guy, and the guy that they went after first and foremost, um, and they come up short and, and more you know, obviously it hurts a little bit more when Creighton gets him, and obviously you just play one game. Some people say, you don't overblow the Creighton game, and that's in-state rivalry. That means something. Um, And uh, it is one game a year. It's not a conference game, but I like when when you embrace the rivalries, and and you obviously have to start beating Creighton uh, at a higher level, and now that they're a top 10, it's not just like a top 10 team. They're at least like a top 15 program. You know, it's consistent year after year. Um, That's where Nebraska should be aiming. Uh, Now the in-state kid who always dreamed of playing for Nebraska...
0: God his wish that he gets to play in Nebraska, but it's not in the Scarlet and Cream. Well, I think the only thing that you could possibly consider as a gut punch would be, I don't think NIL obviously went into the decision, but from what we've heard, and, and this is hypothetical, and there, I don't know if there's too much truth to this, but if I had to guess, Nebraska was able to offer just as much, if not more, NIL package, whatever you want to call it these days, what we're calling NIL, probably offered just as much money as Creighton. Again, I could be wrong, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did because, like you said, this was the home run guy. This is who you needed to get. This was Nebraska's top target, the hometown kid, for crying out loud. I don't think that went into it. I think staying in Nebraska went into it, Mm -hmm. but I think playing for a program that has shown success recently and has proven that they can win on a national stage had something to do with it. And unfortunately, Nebraska just isn't there. And and if that's part of your decision making, which I'm assuming that it was, why would you not choose Creighton? Like legitimately, if if let's let's not say as Nebraska, let's not be a Nebraska homer for a second. Let's look at this realistically. If you're a recruit and you wanted to stay in the state of Nebraska, would you choose Nebraska or Creighton at this point in time? Yeah. Seriously? I mean, it's it's as simple as that. Well, we are, we yeah. don't even have to dive into it that Just much. Just think about the high-profile games,
1: the you know that you're going to be playing, and then you know the, the biggest and winning, moments are and in legitimately the winning, having fun. Uh, you know, it's it, it, that's. I mean, that's. That's what was part of the, the downfall of last year's team, and, and we did the post game shows. You know, at a certain point, it's like, I, I don't know how much fun they can be having. It's so toxic, and they just can't get across the finish line. And, and you know, they're competitive in some of these games, but this is not what anybody signed up for or expected. When you join the Fred Hoiberg crew, you know that you know that right. sounds great, right? Like, like there's connections there, and it just it hasn't turned over. It hasn't worked out. Um, Dusty says more like a shut in the nether regions. As he says, <laughs> I'm so tired of not having good football, basketball, or now baseball uh, took a giant step back. It's it's getting old. Um, and uh, Jory says so. Basically, per Bach, it's okay to do shady stuff, tampering with players when not on <laughs> the portal is illegal when it helps your team because everyone will be doing it. Um, bad take. Um, I think that you have to, you have to be competitive with what people are doing. I don't necessarily like when you say shady. Um, I mean, it, you just have to draw your line of ethics at, at some point, I guess. And if, if you want to draw it um, far beyond what what the other your competition is doing, ethics have been
0: thrown out the window, unfortunately. Right. You're gonna you're just gonna have a hard you're time competing. Left dust, and I. This is part of what I said too when we talk about the transfer portal, and we we put it into. The terms of, say, Jordan Addison decided he wanted to follow Mark Whipple. Nebraska offered the same NIL package. I don't even know what the hell we're calling it these days because it's not NIL. You when Basically, you offer him this amount of money to come play for them. Would I like the outcome? Yeah. Does does that make it morally wrong? Yeah. I mean, it's there's just kind of the reality of the situation, right? Is that it's, no, it, it's morally wrong. And it is probably not what should be happening. But would I be excited with the outcome? The Jordan Aston's coming to Nebraska? Yeah, but I can still think that it's wrong. So I I don't really know. I I, I don't know. And I, and this is the problem too. With I understand that Husker fans are frustrated, and if if you're a fan, season ticket holder like Gus, and Gus chimes in too, if you want Baylor Shireman to come here, but realistically, like think about it. Why would he? Like, everything is showing you that Creighton is a better program. They're going to be competing on the national stage. They're already top 25 in their way too early preseason polls. Now with Baylor-Shireman, they're probably going to be closer to top 10. Oh, yeah. You're going to win. You're going to be a top four seed in the tournament. And Nebraska has shown, even with a talent as good as you, if not better in Bryce McGowan's, it doesn't matter. You're still a three-win team in the Big Ten. So you can come to Nebraska all you want. You can get the NIL package. What is that going to mean for the team? Obviously, you had a five-star talent last year. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say Baylor Shireman's probably the equivalent of a five-star talent out of high school right now. And guess what? That meant nothing. If you add that to Creighton's roster right now, there's no reason for me to believe they're not competing for a national championship. Seriously. Seriously.
1: Well and that's part of the the problem too is is being able to kind of play these guys together it's it's never happened cuz the the player movement is so quick but i mean if you think about it um what if you were able to take Delano Benton and play with Bryce McGowan. Would so that team look significantly different, you know, now with two NBA players on right. it as opposed to I mean, one? We, we don't know. Maybe it would have. I, by the time Delano Benton's career was over at Nebraska, he was coming off the bench anyway. So it wasn't <laughs> no, like, right, you know, right. it, you know, he's drafted for upside and, and what, and just kind of, you know, his game just – he's got an NBA body, just fits the right. NBA system a little bit better. Um, so I don't know if it would have helped out in college as much, but I think that's been part of the problem. And then you kind of think of the same thing. And that was, you know – you can't blame Bryce McGowan's for going to the pros at all. I mean, he's he's, no, he's you know I that, that was his goal. That's what he signed up with you at Nebraska to do, and you knew that with him coming right. in, you knew that. So it's it's not you know I don't blame him at all for it. But again, if you could somehow convince him through nil whatever it is, to come back. Then maybe Baylor Shireman gives you a look. Then maybe oh yeah, there, there's there's something there to build off of. But now you're you're kind of you know not only are you coming off the three win Big Ten season, but the building blocks are gone. It's a reset um, to a degree. You've, you know you've got a few of those players there, but you know Bryce was the big one, and uh, and and so losing him kind of hurts in that aspect. But you're right. I mean, if you're Baylor Shireman. If you come to Nebraska and get them to the NIT, that would be considered as considered as that'd an, be a, a win.
0: We take it. Yeah. We
1: take it. But that doesn't put your name on the on, no. on the uh, the national landscape. If you go to Creighton and you're getting playing in all these national top twenty five games on, on Fox Sports all the time with the Big East contract, um, and then you know once it comes tournament time, you're you're forced to be reckoned with. You're one of the main keys to a team that's going to have probably a top four seed. Um, yeah. And then you know as and it plays. Throughout Anything the happen. tournament, yeah, yeah, you never know what goes from there. Um, it, you know, that's just—it's a, a much higher profile. It just—it is to me a bit of a gut punch because I know this guy wanted to wanted to play at Nebraska. I mean, that was part of his. Well, why would you? Is the
0: thing. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to think about the thing is we need to think about this from his perspective. If you were standing in Baylor Shireman's shoes, I would like to hear your argument for him coming to Nebraska over Creighton. Yeah, I, I, and I, I don't know. Maybe it would be nil because I'm again. This is entirely an assumption, but you, Nebraska is going to give you just as much, if not more, as Creighton when it comes to NIL. I mean, you just have to look at just the amount of fans you think so. donors the, that they have. That's just, another question that I guess goes into it, though, too, is, but how much does that matter? is Creighton,
1: Villanova, the teams that don't have football schools, is their NIL money going to be pooled closer to, obviously, boosting their basketball program? But they don't have the same boosters
0: and donors to begin with. They so it, it might don't. it might be right. towards basketball, but just the sheer numbers alone for Nebraska would make you think they could offer as much, if not more.
1: Here's a here's a again, this is barstool sports. So take with, with that what you will. <laughs> um, but their headline was a true sign of the new era in college sports. Creighton is now going to be a top five team in college hoops, thanks to NIL. Um, so they think that because and, and Baylor, I Simon, again has I an would... NIL agent. Right. Um, again, maybe it's, it's it's not fair to correlate him in the Isaiah Wong situation, but they have the same agent, the NIL agent. Um, you know, you, you think that the NIL might have played a factor in it. But um, listen. For him to choose Creighton over Duke, um, you know, the the Kansases, the Kentuckys that were interested in him, um, that's a huge get for Creighton. We can talk about the impact for Nebraska yeah. as far as in-state basketball for, because for I, I don't care where you're at as a program those, I mean, that's the goal of anybody that that steps on a basketball court at any time. You know, under the age of eighteen is the, the day that you get an offer from Duke. Man, you've You're made right. it, and it's You're hard right. to
0: turn that sort of offer down. But the only argument that I have against that, when Barstool says that, also Faisal says, final four and championship talk for Creighton is hilarious. Believe that when I see it. I mean, they took Kansas to the brink, and Kansas won the national championship, and they're only going to get better this season. So I have no reason to believe that they won't be there. Again, it's college basketball, especially when you get into the tournament. Anything can happen, but yeah. look, I, I have no reason to believe that they won't be there. My only argument against that when Barstool says that is, yes, NIL played a factor. We'd be dumb to say that it didn't. If he wasn't from the state of Nebraska, I don't believe that he chooses Creighton. Right. I could be wrong, but I mean, come on. When he when he made his announcement, he said, "I'm staying or, or I'm coming home." I mean, the the, the 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 school being in the state of Nebraska played a factor. It had to have. And and there, trust me, Creighton and Nebraska as the number one transfer in the country, Creighton and Nebraska do not both make your top five unless you are from the state of Nebraska. Right. You can't tell me that he was just choosing those randomly. Like it played a to be factor. fair. Clemson was in there and I can't figure that one out. <laughs> I have no idea. Who knows? Clemson's cool though. <laughs> Maybe it's just like football. Maybe he know. wants to play in the ACC. I don't blame him. I probably would too. <laughs> but no, I just, I, I, I understand the frustration. He's from Nebraska. This is the guy that you wanted. You actually, by all indications, it seemed like you had a shot. You were in the top five. You were on his list. But again, what what is nebraska offering you for you to think that he would come here well i the, just don't like the I don't hope that it is at get some it. point
1: though if you're a nebraska basketball fan you've got to finally you've got to you know take a steps toward there the, 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 the being a package put together right NIL and the, the fan base caring like that's what's sad about this is that Top 10 in attendance, like the, the, you know, the arena over there is beautiful. I mean, there, there right. are positive parts. Um, the practice facility has, has been long regarded by an NBA type of practice facility. There are parts to this Nebraska basketball equation that, that are enticing, that should be good. Um, but you need to be able to put a whole package together. And more and most importantly is winning some games. Because I, but you I, don't have
0: that, that's I know, that's the missing point. Exactly. I mean, the history in
1: winning any games, because you've, you, I mean, you, you, we, you hope that you have at least the name that in Fred Hoiberg that go, you know, in it's basketball something. circles. It is, it is something. that's got to be something, but the wins aren't there, and you know, you got to believe that, like you said, the NIL package, it, you know, maybe we don't know what it is, and it's it's not even organized. I mean, that's the part. As much <laughs> yeah, as we right. want to vilify USC or all these different boosters, is that even if you do have a pool of donors get together, find a way to organize, that's one pool. There might be another pool of your donors doing something completely different, and my God, I hope there is, because there's got to be somebody taking care of the basketball program and not necessarily the pool of donors that are interested more in what's happening with the defensive backfield, right? So, I mean, it's not really even organized, Um so I, I know it's 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 very popular right now to vilify all that right. and
0: how it's going down, but you know even that is part of the mess, <laughs> and that's why it is a mess. But this is the this is the other thing too is I think what people don't realize is that Bryce McGowan's I think had a bigger impact for a player like Baylor Shireman than people realize, because again you look at. Bryce, when he came in, was supposed to be the final piece. Maybe not the final piece of the puzzle to make the tournament, but for God's sake, you'd think you'd at least be competitive in the Big Ten, win a few games, maybe be a fringe NIT team. You weren't even close. You barely got 10 wins, including your out-of-conference schedule. That has to go in. You have to look at that when you're looking at if you're going to go to Nebraska or not. If you get this five-star guy that comes into Nebraska and is supposed to at least help you be competitive and even with that you can't be that's got to be in the back of your head, right? You would imagine. Yeah, I mean I'm certain I'm certain that's what it ultimately probably
1: came down to. I think if Nebraska had a competitive team last year. It would have helped had, had some guys coming in, you know, maybe that's you know, maybe that's enough for him to say I want to be the guy that takes him over yeah, that hump. Absolutely. But like I said if he comes here even if he does have a good season, you might just make the NIT, and that's good, but it doesn't get you any national recognition, and it really doesn't do anything long-term for a one-year rental. Trust me,
0: we'd take the NIT, though. Well, unfortunately, we would. <laughs> what do you mean? You'd take it. You'd be ecstatic. We did it. It'd be a lot more fun to go through
1: this post-game show, so I'll give you that. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Let's get on some positive side of the news. Devin Drew selects Nebraska. over transfer over from Texas Tech on the D-line does that. Restore your faith in Nebraska for this year. The defensive line is short-up. We'll talk about that next year on 93.7 The Ticket.